Greetings book lovers everywhere. I'm E-Train and welcome to E-Train Talks, where I discuss everything books in the hopes of inspiring others to love reading as much as I do. Today, I have a very special guest. At 13, she's the youngest guest I've had on my podcast. She's been featured and celebrated on countless news shows, magazines, and received awards for her amazing contributions to kindness. She's a published author, kindness advocate, and all-around amazing person. I won't keep you in suspense any longer. I'm so excited to talk with kindness champion, Sammy Vance, the creator of the Sammy's Buddy Bench Project and fellow podcast host. Thank you so much for joining me on E-Train Talk, Sammy. Hi, thank you so much for having me here. Well, you've certainly done a lot to promote kindness, positivity, and your Buddy Bench Project is so inspiring. I know it's connected a lot of kids from all over the world. And thank you so much for sharing your story on E-Train Talks and everywhere you're interviewed. So throughout your Buddy Bench Project, you've shared that you don't have to be an adult to make a difference. Will you share some things us kids can do to make a positive impact? Yeah, so one of my main mottos is you don't just have to be an adult to make a difference, you could be a kid too. Um, And I think that's a really important message for everyone to know that kids can make a difference. Um, And some other advice that I would have for people who wanna make, specifically kids who wanna make an impact is one small thing can make a big difference. Um, Something as simple as holding the door for someone it could really make a big um, impact in someone's life and you wouldn't know it. So the little things count. That's very, that's a very important message. And that certainly shows up a lot, like all over. So many people, like so many people promote kindness, including you. And yeah, just the little things, they can make a big difference. Like the butter, it's like the butterfly effect, like, like, cause the little things matter. And yeah, just holding the door for somebody, sitting with somebody at lunch. Those are really important things that you can do. And yeah, you might not even know it. I'm just repeating what you're saying now, but because it's so meaningful and so true. So it's so incredible that your buddy benches have made it to over 200 locations across the United States, Mexico, Australia, and so many other places. That's an amazing contribution to promoting friendship, kindness, and of course, conservationism, because all of your buddy benches are recycled. So how does someone go about getting one of your buddy benches brought to their community or school? Yeah, so um, thank you for asking that. I think for the people who don't know, a buddy bench is a place where someone is lonely, they can sit on the buddy bench and another person can come up to them and ask them to play and they can play together. Um, So we we do this in a unique way where they're collected out of recycled plastic caps and lids. And... Um, like you were saying, there's been over 200 places, um, communities, schools, and groups who have gotten buddy benches. The most, uh, the furthest one, and most one of the most recent ones is going to Ghana, which is really cool. Um, yeah, but basically, anyone can get a buddy bench. It just takes um, a maybe a community to help you collect the caps, or a group, or something like that. Um, but you collect the plastic caps and lids, and then. A lot of people will contact me or my mom to ask for advice on maybe how to get the word out to help collect the caps a little bit faster because it takes 200 pounds of plastic caps and lids. But um, there's that. And then you will either get them shipped to, you will ship the caps to Green Tree Plastics, which is the people who make the buddy benches, or you could take it down there and do a swap off to get the buddy bench. But it's a really cool process. Yeah, it sounds like a really cool process. And I've seen on your social media that so many people get involved. Recently, a lot of classes have been gathering plastic caps, plastic lids, just all of 
so many amazing people are chiming in and helping out with your project. And I think that's amazing and super powerful what you're doing to promote friendship and kindness. And I just, it's so remarkable that you're making a huge impact, not just in your community, but also all over the world. Like you're even shipping a buddy bench to Ghana. That's so cool. Like I've got to say, and you're being interviewed on the Today Show. You talked on NBC News Tonight. You're doing a lot of great things. And I'm, yeah, I'm just honored to have you on my podcast. And now my next question is, well, you're a published author. At age 13, you're a published author. Your novel, Inspire the World, A Kid's Journey to Making a Difference, it just came out last year. And I read it super quickly because I was inspired by what you're doing. And you're book is probably one of the reasons I started my book drive a couple about a week ago because I thought I mean I'm doing all these book reviews and that's amazing but I want to do more and seeing what you've done to promote kindness literacy and all these amazing different projects that you've done it really inspires me and so many others to make a difference so what what was the process to get your book published and how did you get in contact with an agent and a publisher yeah, so first of all, I just want to say thank you so much for all your kind words, and I wanted to let you know how amazing you are as well. You're thank doing you. so many amazing things, and it's really cool. I'm happy to be here. Um, but yeah, so my book, Inspire the World, A Kid's Journey, Making a Difference, it's about my journey with the buddy benches and also how other people can make a difference no matter what. Um, so at the beginning, of, towards the beginning of my project, we got in contact with someone who requested that we maybe make a book and she's actually the illustrator for my book now which is really cool wow. she suggested that we make a book and um I can't remember exactly how we got a literary agent that's my mom my mom is like kind of the manager of my buddy bench project so she um helped a lot with that but basically I started writing my book when I was nine years old so it was a while ago and it changed quite a bit through the process. It started off as a picture book called Inspire, or called One Cap at a Time. Um, and it was kind of the same message, but a lot in a lot simpler terms and maybe a little bit less like informative in, in the way that my book is now. But I think I'm really happy with how it did turn out even um, even though it did change quite a bit, I'm super happy how it did turn out because it can reach maybe probably more levels of readers and um, hopefully inspire them to make a really big impact. Yeah, and I love hearing about all the different processes that people's books like go into. Like basically, they start off. They may start off with an entire and an entirely different format. Like some authors that I've talked to, so they originally started with picture books like you, and they had to like they tried over like 10, five, so many different styles of writing. So just hearing about the process is really interesting in my opinion. And I really did like I really do like how Inspire the World turned out. And I also really like the doodles and all the pictures that you added. It's very informative, I gotta say. And it can reach a lot of levels of readers because. It can appeal to younger audiences and it can also appeal to older audiences because I think that this is better as a short novel that compared to a picture book because I just think that the level that you worked on your novel, like I think that this level, it can kind of appeal to all audiences, like younger audiences, middle graders, like everybody, because I think that um, when it's not a picture book, like, because some people think that picture books are just for younger kids, but when it's, like, actually a book, 
I think it like more audiences can connect with it. So I think that the way it eventually turned out, it's super inspiring. And I think that it also added more information because I a picture book, it's, it has to be kind of short and each page doesn't have a ton of words. So you can't really share much about your project. But now adding a lot more pages and a lot more information, I'll just show like an example of a couple pages to the audience. It has a lot of information and a lot of interesting pictures. So I do really like how your book turned out, as you said. And that leads me to my next question. So you started the Sammy's Body Bench project nearly five years ago, and it's almost five years old now. So since then, you've interviewed many notable people in your community and also people all over the world like Will Poulter, Lester Holt, and so many others. And you've also partnered with Marvel, UPS, and Walgreens and received many awards for your positive work. But is there one experience that you treasured the most? You know, it's so hard to answer that question, I feel like, because all of them are so different and unique in their own ways, and they're all so incredible. Um, one of my favorite parts of my project is meeting new people, and I think those opportunities have helped me meet so many people on so many different levels, and it's just so cool to be able to experience. Um, but some really neat opportunities have been like the Today Show. That was so cool, and being able to go to New York, and um, they provided me, um, me and my mom, to be able to see a Broadway show, which was really wow. cool. Um, yeah, the School of Rock. That was so amazing. But I think that was really cool, and. Um, partnering up with UPS was amazing because we got to help spread buddy benches um, and I got to meet new people as well and also Walgreens they helped spread 75 different buddy benches um, so they collected to get 75 buddy benches so I think all of them are just really cool and unique in their own ways and I don't think I could definitely or necessarily pick a favorite but yeah. Well, that makes a lot of sense. So many amazing things have happened to you. So it must be really hard to pick a favorite. And I think that all the different organizations that you've partnered with, they've all helped your Buddy Bench project in unique ways. Like UPS, you can ship um, Buddy Benches a lot quicker now. Walgreens, they have a, they make a very big impact. So, and also you part, you've gone on different news shows and you've been able to spread, you, you've been able to make a difference and spread your project in so many different formats, a book, also leading different projects with like with your community. Like for instance, for Earth Day, people had to create art projects and you've also gone to different events. You've spread, you made an impact in many different areas and like in different formats. So I think that's really cool. And also you, yeah, you've just done a lot and I've watched a couple of your interviews. They're very informative. and. I'm also wondering, how do you get in contact with all the people you interview? How do you get in contact with news shows? So how do you do that? Yeah, so to this, I would definitely say my mom is a big help. Um, like I said before, she's kind of the manager of my Buddy Bench project, but she has helped me so much through um, all of it and helping me get in contact with different people. Um, so for the people on my podcast, sometimes I've had people who have contacted me and been like, hey, can I be on your podcast? And those are always really neat, but also a lot of the people I've had past connections with, and I've been able to get in contact with them again and just say, hey, you want to be on my podcast? Um, but yeah, I think um, those are for my podcast. And then my mom helps to get a, a lot of like news stations will contact me and say, oh, I heard about this and um, it would be a really cool story to cover or something like that. And um, other ones my mom helps to get in contact with. But yeah so interesting and 
like it's so cool that people are now coming to you to be interviewed and you still make old you still have old connections with others so you're kind of incorporating new people and you're, you're meeting new people and still connecting with others that you've known for a while and I think keeping connections and also making new connections that's kind of real that's really important and it's also it really relates to the message that you relay with your project friendship just Keep making new friends and staying in contact with old ones. That's one of the ways that we can create friendships and keep friendships. Just And also, I think that, so my mom is also a big help for me as well in my journey. Um, she's also kind of my manager and I can't make a single post without her looking. Um, so I think that moms are the best. I don't know if your mom is listening. I know that my mom might be listening. Um, <laughs> so moms are the best. And I know that a lot of people listening might be moms. So let's round of applause to you guys. You're amazing. And now that leads me to my next question. So a little kindness really can go a long way. And that's certainly a message that your readers and followers can take away from your Buddy Bench project. Well, are there any other messages that you'd like to share with everybody listening? Um, well, like I said before, you don't just have to be an adult to make a difference. You could be a kid too. And to go along with what you said, it all starts with you. One small thing can make a big difference. Um, and kind of what I said um, at the beginning of the podcast, just one small thing can go a long ways. And yeah, it all starts with you. So you can go out there, open the door for someone, start a project. You can start small, but it, anything you do um, can make a difference. Yeah, and that's so true and also really inspiring. We have to be the change. We can't sit around waiting for somebody to bring a buddy bench to us, for instance. We also have to make an impact. We have to be the change because nothing like the world isn't going to be a better place automatically. There have, there have to be people who are willing to put in the work and get connected with others and share their story. And just maybe it's creating a project or maybe it's, also leading a fundraiser, just doing something, like a little goes a long way. And I think that that's just really important to remember to all of you listening, because I started my Eat Train Talks project to help others. And I know that Sammy started her Buddy Bench project and so many other kids are doing a lot and adults can do a lot too as well. Because while you don't have to be an adult to make a difference, we still need adults to make a difference sometimes. Definitely, yeah. And are there any kindness projects that you're currently working on or planning for the future? And if so, can you share a little something without spoiling anything about what you're planning? Um, well, I can't think of anything like specific right now that I'm planning on starting in the future, but I definitely hope, like for the future, I definitely hope to continue my buddy bench project as well as start maybe other kindness campaigns and different initiatives. Um, because something that I think everything that I've done kind of revolves around kindness. Uh, so I hope to maybe in the future um, start different kindness projects and stuff. Well, as you get older, you're certainly going to widen your impact. And I know that, well, yeah, you have a mom as your manager. You have a great team of people um, just helping you along the way. And I think that's so important, having people that are going to be in your corner by your side. And they're always going to be there for you. And having a mom as a manager is also a very great help. Yeah. And that leads me to my next question. So you started the Buddy Bench Project to create and promote friendship and other, and other topics like kindness, which is such a great cause. Will you share your definition of what it means to be a friend? Yeah, I love that question so much. Um, my definition of 
for someone to be a friend is just someone who is always there for, for you to thick and thin, um, who you can go to to have fun or have meaningful conversations with, someone who's always there for you in simple terms, um, and someone who you can go to for anything, yeah. And that's really true because we, like, friends, to be a true friend, you have to be there for, for your friend. Like, the, like for instance, if you're hurt, if, if somebody's bullying you, your friend, a friend isn't going to stand around and do nothing and avoid the situation. A friend's going to be there for you through thick and thin, like you said. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's a really great definition of a friend. And also friendships are always just being, for, being there for your companion and just being pals who can, who always want to go have sleepovers with each other. And some, they, you also just have to like each other because yeah. you can't really be a true friend if you aren't really being kind because friendships are people, are both of the companions, both of the people being nice to each other. So mm -hmm. there are many different definitions of a friend. And I think that yours really kind of sums it up. You just have to be there for the other and that's just so true. And so I'm always looking for book recommendations. And I know that you are an environmental activist. All of your buddy benches are recycled and they get sent to different facilities and they just recycle all the plastic caps and turn them into buddy benches, which is a very cool process. So are there any environmental conservation themed novels that you can recommend or kindness novels? Um, yeah, so I was trying to think earlier today, I was trying to think of some environmental novels, but I couldn't um, think of that many at the top of my head. Uh, so if I do find some, I will definitely let you know. Um, but there's a ton of good like kindness books in general. I think, I think a lot of even fictional books, they just um, relay to kindness, even if it's like in the small ways that you can't tell. Um, I'm trying to think some of some good ones. Wonder is always a good one. If I'm sure you've read that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so if I think of any other better recommendations, I'll definitely let you know. And I'll also send you some recommendations because I feel like middle grade, it's really transformed into a genre where like you need to have friends by your side. Like I think that since middle grade is kind of in the middle, like for a while there was no middle grade genre but now it's kind of I think that a lot of middle grade books whether they're fantasy nonfiction, or fiction it's all kind of relaying the same message mm -hmm. that you need to have people by your side and I think that a lot of great novels that talk about friendship or starfish by Lisa Phipps basically all the novels I'm reading right now all the characters have friends by their side whether they're an animal a human or somebody that's maybe a thousand miles away um, because you just need to have friends by your side that keep you going and they're always there for you, which is another message that you share in your Buddy Bench project. So when you're not out being a champion of kindness, what's a hobby or something that you like to do in your free time? Yeah, so some things I like to do in my free time. I love drawing. I love reading. I like I love reading sci-fi books, especially. I don't know. Those are like what I'm really into. Um, but yeah, just drawing, hanging out with my friends. Um, and all that fun stuff, but yeah. Yeah. And I also, one more thing that I'd like to add is you have a buddy bench at your own school, like, and their buddy bench is dedicated to Sammy's buddy benches. Your whole project is incredible. And what's even better is that you're getting credit for what you're doing. You've put in the hard work and now you're getting recognized by so many people. 
And that's really a message that I like to share with my podcast, that you can really do anything. You don't need to be an adult, like you said, but you also, you have to put in a lot of hard work. And But once you put in that hard work, I can assure everybody that it's going to pay off. Whether you're an aspiring author who might get rejected a couple times by agents. And now that leads me to my next question. If you were stranded on a deserted island, what's the one book you'd want to have with you? And don't it, it cannot be a desert survival island book. That, 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 that's not going to count. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I love that question. I Man, there's so many good books. The first thing when I saw this question, the first thing that came to my head was The Hunger Games, because that's kind of a book that really got me into um that really got me into kind of reading and continuing to read, but there's so many. We'll just stick with The Hunger Games because I don't know what else. Well, The Hunger Games is a very good series. And I know that there are a lot of games based off of The Hunger Games. There's movies. While they're not in my age range yet, I have a lot of friends who read them and they relay the very bloody messages that are very graphic. <laughs> but they're pretty, it's pretty interesting. And also since it's a series, you're going to have a lot of time on your hands on a deserted island because like there's nobody else there. Yeah. So you're just going to be reading the Hunger Games series the entire time. And I don't know what else you'll be doing because it's a deserted island. Maybe <laughs> building a shelter out of palm trees. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? So if you could be or meet any literary character, fictional or real, who would it be and why? Like somebody from your favorite book, somebody that you've been in contact with in real life, like, or somebody that's just, you want to really get in contact with. Um, I'm going to give two answers, one for fictional and one non-fictional. So for non-fictional, Malala Yousafzai, um, from the book, I Am Malala, that, when I read that, I was so inspired, like I tell you. She's been one of my inspirations for since I was in fourth grade. And it's like, yeah, I would say she's definitely my first non-fictional pick. And um, also Lin-Manuel Miranda. Okay, I'm giving you two answers to that. And Lin-Manuel Miranda is like, I want to meet him so much. Um, and then for fictional, I would say there's so many. I'm going to pick someone from the uh, Cinder from the Lunar Chronicles. I think she'd be really cool to meet. Um, yeah. Just because like, I feel like I can really relate to her in some aspects, but yeah. Well, Lin-Manuel Miranda, Malala, and your other character who I haven't read, they sound like, I know that um, Malala and Lin-Manuel Miranda, I know them, they're very cool and I would wanna meet them as well. Like Lin-Manuel Miranda's, Miranda is amazing and he did the music for Encanto, he was in Hamilton, he's, a, he's done a lot. <laughs> And Malala is a huge inspiration for me as well. I read I Am Malala a couple years ago, and I was inspired. While I didn't have the podcast idea yet because, well, I didn't have that that much time in my hands as I do now because I'm homeschooled this year. I think that um, Malala really inspired me and kind of taught me that the world isn't perfect. And somebody has to be there to, to be the change. And Malala was that change. While there's still a lot of fighting, a lot of hatred going on in the world, Malala has stood up for what she believed in and, and, and believes in. She believes in education, believes in just peace. And then she won the Nobel Peace Prize. So who knows? Maybe one of us will be winning the Nobel Peace Prize and going to DC or wherever it's given. And just standing in front of that whole crowd saying, I'm, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I love it. And that's all, folks. If you enjoyed this interview with Sammy's Buddy Benches and want to learn more about her, 
She has a lot of viral videos on the internet. That's where you can learn more about her project. She's also been interviewed by Lester Holt on NBC Nightly News. She's been interviewed on the Today Show. And there are a lot of clips of her experiences on her website, on social media, and also on YouTube. I know that for sure. And that's all. Um, I, I really hope you enjoyed this interview. And you all got to admit, Sammy is a pretty amazing person. And I, I think that we can all um, relate to, like, we can all agree that Sammy, she can, she's done a lot and she is the change. She's promoting friendship, kindness, and many other meaningful themes. And she's just, she's willing to make a difference and she's willing to put in the hard work. And look at her now. She is being interviewed. She's partnering with Marvel. Marvel. And I think that we can all agree that she is pretty cool. So everybody give a round of applause for Sammy.